Hi, my name is Bob Brooks, founder of Long in the Tooth Podcast. Most dentists fail to plan ahead for the sale of their practice, which costs them hundreds of thousands of dollars and burdens the ones they love with uncertainty about the future. So every Friday on Long in the Tooth, we share non-clinical insights from dental industry experts to help practice owners prepare for the sale of their practice today so they maximize profitability and peace of mind in the future. For all the hard work you put into building a practice, we believe that you, your family, and your staff deserve to transition after the sale into an even richer and more rewarding season of life. Thank you for joining us. We have Barney Andes with us today. She is a born and bred farm girl from Wallace, Nebraska, a consultant, educator, and entrepreneur. She has dedicated her career to supporting teams and individuals as they develop and grow. Her experience in performance consulting and leadership development spans a wide range of industries, including technology, healthcare, education, and nonprofit. A college basketball player and former Miss America, Marnie is the founder of Project Aspire, a nonprofit created to support women in their pursuit of higher education and leadership opportunities. Marnie holds a master's in information and learning technologies from the University of Colorado, Denver, and currently resides outside of Denver with her husband, Alan, and her two sons, Owen and Brody. In addition to being an impressive speaker and leadership coach, Marnie recently published a book titled Start With the Give Me Shots. This book highlights that success in business and life doesn't come without taking advice, learning lessons, and living with intention. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Marie. Thanks for having me. So I'd like to get started with a concept from your book that I was super intrigued by, which is start with the give me shots. Can you give us kind of an overview of what this is? Yeah, I would love to. Well, it's actually one of the lessons in the book, but that ended up becoming the title of the book. Um, so my late father, who all of these lessons are based on what I, I learned from him, this was one of the sort of core lessons that always stuck with me through my life. And start with the give me shots is actually based on a basketball term. So I played college basketball. I grew up playing basketball and out on a farm. Many times I would, you know, find myself on a Saturday morning out, you know, shooting the basketball around and my dad might be out, you know, doing chores or whatnot. I'm sure I would have helped him at some point, but sort of taking a break. And I just remember it was one particular morning uh, in the fall and my dad, who was way, I mean, probably a hundred yards away, I had come out onto our driveway and just started shooting shots from like all over the court. And I just remember he started yelling at me and just said, Marnie, you've got to start with the give me shots. And he's yelling at, you know, at the top of his lungs. And uh, I just kind of kept doing what I was doing. And pretty soon I saw him walking up the hill to where our house was in our driveway. And he just looked at me and just said, you have to start with the give me shot. And what the give me shots were to my dad was those really close shots that were on, you know, both sides of the hoop and then right in the front. And really his, his whole point in all of that was if you practice those shots enough, those would just come so naturally to you so that if, you know, a defender was on you or suddenly you weren't feeling that great or whatever it was, those shots just happened. Those were give me shots. But by practicing those really, really well, you could move further out from the hoop and you could work on all these different things. And so, you know, the, the premise behind it, I've already, you know, I've always taken to heart, especially in my professional life is the give me shots are those things that we all do really well. And yeah. the reason why you want to start with the give me shots is start what you start with what you already do really, really well and continue to build on those. The, the challenge, and this is what I always talk to 
to folks about is many times we could start to take those for granted. And it's almost like, well, I'm already good at that. So let me move on to these five other things that I'm not good at. And I'm going to start practicing those. And really the value of the give me shot is that it is something that if once you identify it, you should be practicing it every single day. Because mm -hmm. that is the foundation by which you can continue to learn and grow on top of it. It still means you can learn other things, but don't ever neglect the thing that you are really, really good at. So I'm sure your listeners could probably think right now to themselves, you know, what is the thing that I'm really, really good at? And that's one of the things I always, um, when I'm speaking with folks or am I facilitating some sort of dialogue with a group is whether or not you can think about it, you might be able to say like, oh, I already know what I'm really good at. That's, you know, X, Y, Z, I'm really good at that. Sometimes people don't have a great way of diagnosing that for themselves. So I always tell people, if you don't know what that is, then you need to ask other people about it. Ask someone, you know, what you've seen me do things. What am I good at? What, what do you think comes naturally to me? So I think it's a really good lesson, certainly for us as professionals to just remind ourselves to get back to our roots and what we're already good at. Well, and I love this visual of something that's super easy. Um, the thought of practicing the shots that are simple and easy over and over and over again so that they do just come naturally to you in the well I like the example of when a defender's on you because that's when there's pressure so essentially mm -hmm. when there's pressure those easy things come naturally to you and I once had a client that we were we had just done a workshop with their their whole team on the patient experience and the takeaway from that they decided they were just going to focus on one thing which is making a personal contact with everyone that came in the office. So whether it be a person coming to see the hygienist or the doctor, it didn't matter. Everyone would make sure to either wave, smile, you know, make eye contact or pop in the operatory, say hello, so that everybody that came in the office felt that they were, they had some type of personal contact with everyone in the practice. And, you know, it took them a little while, even though that sounds like kind of a simple thing to do. It took about three to four weeks for that to naturally fit within their daily schedule because they did have to, you know, accommodate being able to do this. And they didn't really notice much at first, but after doing this for five months, and that's all they focused on for five months. It's not like they set any other goals. It's not like they, you know, had a bunch of other strategic stuff they were working on. They only did this alone. And after five months, they reported back to me that they could not believe the dramatic change they'd had in their practice of patient referrals of new Google reviews and new patients. Like it's just, it was like a floodgate just came through. And, you know, the one change they made, I think is, is pretty imperative because it allows anybody that's coming in the practice to kind of feel like they're a rock star when they're there, that they're, you know, wanted, that they're acknowledged when they're in this practice. And that just by default made them feel something different. So they would tell people to, you know, make sure to come to their dentist or go the extra effort to leave an online positive review. And so I do love that it's just something simple. It doesn't have to be some big miraculous change, or it doesn't have to be some, you know, gigantic effort that everybody's making to do something different to find new success in the practice. It really can be something basic, like you're describing where it's those easy shots. It's the little things that, and maybe they're already real good at it, or maybe they have to kind of investigate to figure out what these are to be better at it. Like you're saying to ask those around them. But I do think focusing on those little things in our life that are easier help lay a foundation for being able to do the harder stuff. So actually being an expert at the three-pointer. Right. Um, but it's hard to build off of that if you don't have that foundation of the easier, mm -hmm. the easier tasks. Well, and I love your example of the practice that did that because, you know, I think too many times we get caught up in because it's easy to us, 
we assume it's just easy. And that's not true because everybody has, you know, your, your give me shot could be very different from my give me shot. And so you have to remember that, which is, you know, just because it looks, it feels easy to you doesn't mean it's easy to everyone. And so that could be a differentiator mm-hmm. for a practice too. Yeah. I mean, I, I've done consulting with, you know, different individual, I've done with group consulting, I've done it with teams, I've done it with individuals. And I remember, um, you know, having been in healthcare, a physician that I was working with, I remember that, you know, she kept talking to me about, you know what I really love to do, I love to educate my team, I love to, I love to be an educator. And so I'm really struggling with, you know, how can I do this thing that I'm super passionate about, you know, every single day when I'm in the office, when I don't necessarily have time for that. And I said, well, what if, what if that's really what you spent your time doing and we could figure out how to put, you know, pull some of the other things off of you that aren't your give me shots that are probably give me shots with your staff or some other folks. And so we started doing that. And to your point, you know, you don't see it right away, but over time she spent her time educating, you know, others when she could, but she also just spent her time in conversation with her patients, educating them. And what we found over time in her particular practice was you know, just by doing that, by her actually practicing what she already was doing really, really well, what she loved to do, she was connecting with her patients more deeply, which was absolutely incredible. But, in, you know, in return on that, what she was finding and what we were finding overall in the practice, as she did that, you saw patient experience increase, you saw patient retention increase. And it was, you know, and again, it was like, you don't need to, you don't need to find something new you can truly emphasize and continue working on things that you love and are really good at. I love that example because I do think oftentimes, you know, your client there was probably feeling overwhelmed with everything they need to do to be successful at the practice they're running. And it is a lot. Like there are so many things that you do have to focus on to be successful as a business owner and not just a practitioner. And so it can get overwhelming And you do have to sometimes focus on things you're not good at, but being able to delegate to some staff members things that might be easy for them to push off their plate so they can truly focus on the one thing that, you know, does make a difference, such as making, you know, that personal connection and educating their patients, I can see as adding a huge value. And once I had a contractor who they had recently started a business a couple of years ago, and they were just blowing all their competitors out of the water. And I asked them what they were doing differently. And he just says, I am just getting the job, like I'm just doing our job and we're showing up when we say we're going to show up. And I like (laughs) kind of laughed when he said, we just do our job, like (laughs) that that's like the baselines. He was like, the expectations were just like being blown out of the water and the fact that they were just doing their job and showing up. And so sometimes I think we get so hyper-focused on all these other things that could add, you know, to the experience or do something better and different for our patients. Like technology, back massage, paraffin wax, you know, hot towels. There's all these fun things that you can throw in that maybe you think are going to add to the patient experience. But if the patient gets to the front and we can't give them an estimated fee that'll be due at the time of service, that's super frustrating. I feel like that's the baseline for us, you know, meeting expectations and doing our job um, as a dental practice. And oftentimes, you know, our practice owners are it's really what you're saying that client was experiencing, which is there's just so many things and it gets overwhelming and just focusing on some of the little things that will make the practice run smooth and the things that they're good at and then delegating to those around them. Some of the other items can help, in my opinion, help everybody meet the baseline expectations of the patient and the staff so that 
then when you add all the other fancy stuff, it's just adding to the baseline that is already performing, yeah. working really well. Well, I, I, I think the nature of probably your listeners too, when you think about it, these aren't, <laughs> your listeners aren't underachievers. Your listeners are people who have, who have gone to school. These are people that have dedicated, you know, to a career, a, a major profession in this community that we live in. And I think about the fact that too many times, I think just human nature, we're just really hard on ourselves. We're always looking at what I can't do or what I'm not that great at, or, you know, I got to work on that, or I need to learn these things. And I think that if nothing else, what this lesson really does is it says, it doesn't mean you can't, again, you can't, it doesn't mean you can't learn something else. It doesn't mean you shouldn't work on certain things, but really to enhance the experience, both for yourself and the others that experience you is to continue working on the things that you already do well. Don't neglect those, practice them every single day and encourage others around you in your practice to do the same. The other piece of this too, and I especially think about it from a leaders, you know, the leaders that are, you know, here that are listening, that are leading practices or thinking about how to manage those. It's really important that you get in touch with the rest of your staff, learn what their give me shots are too, because no doubt they are probably struggling with something similar, which is what am I not good at? Or what else do I need to be working on? How could you learn what everybody else is? Give me shot. Because then when you get to the point where you do need to delegate, Delegate those things that either you're not that great at, you know who is yes. in your office. And I think that holding that space to learn what others give me shots are and sharing what yours are really creates an incredible environment. Yeah, no, I love that because I think it's just taking the extra time to really decipher who will fill this role in a way that maybe they're already really good at it and delegating to them is something that's going to enhance their abilities to perform well within the practice. Exactly. Thank you so much for joining us, Marty. I love this concept of just focusing on these simple things, the easy things first, making them proficient, and then moving on to the bigger ones. I think that's something we can all, you know, take into our careers to help us drive to be better, but also really focusing on the small things that we're good at and then going from there. Please stay tuned and we will have Marty with us next time to go into further details about how we can improve our professional life as well as our leadership. Thank you, Marty. Thank you. 